Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by actress, author, filmmaker, and earthling. Her book, Go Gently, Actionable Steps to Nurture Yourself and the Planet, offers a crash course in climate-related issues. People know her as Ginny Weasley from the Harry Potter franchise, but her friends call her Bonnie. We welcome author Bonnie Wright. Hi there. Thank you for the earthling extra introduction. That was cool. <laughs> Bonnie, let's go beyond the mic. How did the concept of this book begin? Yeah, good question. Um, I guess it kind of began without me knowing it. I was sort of, you know, making these changes at home um, to be a bit more kind of I guess, have a better relationship with my impact on the planet and sort of understand how my day-to-day, smaller, simple life practices connected to these larger, bigger issues or headlines you hear in the news. Um, because I f- was finding the change that I was doing as an advocate for the environment with Greenpeace because it was a bit um, hard to see real change happening. It's obviously a much slower process seeing change in the government and corporations. So I wanted to come home and, and implement changes that I could start seeing myself some like impact in front of my eyes. So I had spent a few years doing these things at home, becoming more resourceful, you know, better home practices. And then I was like, oh, maybe this could be, you know, something that other people may uh, enjoy reading. Um, obviously, I'm lucky to have a, a big following on social media. And when I did share these tips and different things, people were always very excited to hear them. So the concept for the book came two years ago. Um, and now it's actually a full book and it came to fruition. What's the one thing that scares you most about the planet right now? I think what scares me most is just how much profit is just the most important thing over people's lives. I think that's always so scary to see when you look at kind of what driving force can be behind really big decisions. Uh, and and how do you change those minds of people on those boardroom tables and government offices to stay true to their word and and put people first. That kind of scares me. How do you kind of change that mindset? What chapter in your book do you hope will create the greatest change? Mm, uh, I mean, I always very much kind of suggest this idea that there's no one thing that can really change the world. And there's no one thing that works for everyone because we're all kind of very uniquely different. So I really try to encourage people to find something they actually really enjoy, not because they've seen it done on television or their friends doing it, but because they like to do it, because then we commit to it much more longer term. I think like I, for instance, first was really interested in or concerned about plastic pollution. So I just first looked at plastic pollution in my kitchen because I love to be in the kitchen. And I thought, well, I'll start in a space that I like to cook and do different things. So I just approached that one step first, looking at single use plastics in my kitchen. And because I enjoyed that process, it was then easier for me to start applying looking at single-use plastics throughout my home. So, you know, everyone could find something different that they love. A big thing that I really say at the end of the book is to, you know, not let our individual action be the end. Like we have to take this to more global, bigger policy changes and, and things like that. It's time for the Rocky Nate, eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. You have an obsession with t-shirts. Even after your huge closet cleanout. How many do you still have left? Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm sure I have like at least 60 T-shirts. What's the one chore that only your husband, Andrew, can do right? Turning the compost. He's very good at making our compost pile very productive. How about your favorite musical of all time? Ooh, uh, Moulin Rouge. What's the best place for you to vacation? 
I'm going to Greece in June and I'm pretty excited about that. I haven't been since I was a kid. So I hope that's my best one this year. Very cool. How about your favorite romantic comedy? Oh, I love The Holiday. I've watched it way too many times. (laughs) (laughs) So you love to cook. What's your go-to snack? Chocolate. Isn't that true for all of us? What's the best band of all time? Mm, Best band. Can it be a band or an act, a single person? Whatever you like. Okay, I my first album I ever owned was James Taylor's album, and I like James Taylor. How about your favorite color? Blue. You once said, quote, creativity cannot exist without doubt, unquote. What doubt is in your mind right now? Ooh, I guess it was just self-doubt when you put something out in the world that, like, you have to be vulnerable, like this book, you know, you have to, there's a bit of doubt, even though you're being kind of, like, empowered to be like, okay, the book can just go and have its own life. There's always some doubt that it won't be like received in the way you want, I guess. It's time for one big question with actress, author, Bonnie Wright, beyond the mic. Bonnie, for the longest time, you supported charities like Lumos and Oxfam. Why is giving back important for you? I think giving back is important to me because it, um, it sort of allows me to lean into the compassion and empathy I have to others, but, but using people in that field who have expertise in that subject, I think... I've learned so much from those organizations because they have real knowledge that I don't have about issues. So it can really help to make me understand like other people's perspectives and give to that. How did the pandemic change the way you thought about the earth? I think just like a general slowing down, um, you know, the world can be noisy, life can be noisy and, and the practice of having to slow down because there wasn't, you know, as much to do no traveling, not really as much work apart from writing this book, which I wrote through the pandemic. So I think for me, it was a real deprogramming of kind of like this kind of societal norm of being busy and consuming and, and doing that. So yeah, that was my biggest lesson. How has your life changed since you've gotten married, written this book as an earthling? Well, I hope as my title kind of suggests, like things feel a bit more like gentle. I think through your twenties, Everything can be quite like fiery and fierce and, and uh, you're quite like impassioned and going through many different like evolutions of yourself. Uh, so I feel like things feel a bit yeah softer and more relaxed and more kind of like confident in myself and life. And uh, yeah, it's able. She loves the snack on chocolate, loves grease and allows her husband to turn to compost pile. Author of Go Gently, Actionable Steps to Nurture Yourself and the Planet. We thank author Bonnie Wright for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you. And that, my friends, is a Beyond the Mic shortcut.